Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Halachas, Yoridea, Shalik Sheni, Hilchas Nedarim, Halacha Hey, Paragraph Vav. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilu Nishmas Rabbi Yitzchok Aharon Berbiakov Eliezer, whose Yorzeit is this Shabbos, the 25th of Adar, and also Li'ilu Nishmas Rochel Bas Rebelio Yitzchok, Tuvio Brebisroel Yitzchak and Fredel Bas Hershmeyer, whose yard sites are on the 24th of Adar. We dedicate the learning also Lili Nishmas Yentafradel Bas Rebishua Haye, and for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Bas Galia. Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shlomo Nisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudis Gila, Besoch Shah Choyli Yisrael. Paragraph 12. Vezeh Bechinas Mitzvah Sipur Yetzias Mitzrayim. Everything we've been learning till now is related to the story of the Jews going out of Mitzrayim. Bechinas, as we say in the Haggadah, that whoever devotes more time to tell more details about the story of the Jews going out of Mitzrayim, that person is praiseworthy. Because the main story is all about remembering the wonders and the incredible kindness of Hashem who took us out of Mitzrayim with awesome miracles. And by telling over these miracles of the past, we hope and anxiously await that Hashem should perform great miracles for us now and take us out of this long exile that we're in. As the Pasuk says in Micha, chapter 7, Just as during the days when we left Mitzrayim, Hashem says, in the future I will show you these great miracles. And as the Arizal speaks about this, by devoting a lot of time and effort to expound on the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Shehu Bechinas Hizgalus HaToyra Alidei Sipurim Aisiyas Shal Bekerev Shonen, which is an example of revealing Torah by telling stories of recent times. This is what we spoke about in the previous year. This enables us to be able to draw upon ourselves a light coming from the much higher little stories, the stories of ancient times. And now Rav Nusen Zav can explain this. Now, because Rabbi Nusen explains over there in chapter 60 in Likud Imran, which this halach is based on, that it's impossible for a tzaddik or anyone to awaken somebody from sleep 
unless the person makes somewhat of an effort themselves to wake themselves up. Because there must be an awakening from below. There must be an effort upon the person themselves to want to help themselves. And the reason why this exile that we're in now is taking such a long time is especially because of this, meaning because most definitely the true tzaddik in the true tzaddikim in each and every generation definitely have the power to awaken us out of our spiritual sleep and to take us out of exile through the great powers that these tzaddikim possess. However, unfortunately, the main obstacles are coming from us. Because we're not making the minimal effort that's required from us to want to awaken ourselves. And if we don't make a little bit of effort, then it's impossible for the tzaddikim, for them alone to awaken us. Bebechinas, as the Pasuk says in Shira Shirin, im to'iru vim to'iru esa'avor ad shetechbots. Kimuva, as is brought in the Shlochi Ho'avizal. The Pasuk here in Shira Shirin is telling us that the only way to be able to awaken the avor is if the person wants, if the person shows that they want. And Rav Nusenthal says regarding this, this topic, there are incredible, awesome, wondrous things, meaning that this is a very deep concept regarding how Hashem expects and wants us to show somewhat of an effort. Hashem says, return to me and I'll return to you. Hashem says, give me an opening the size of a needle hole and I'll open up an opening as wide as a, a major, major hall, hallway. But, but Hashem expects something from us. We have to do something. And if Hashem expects something from us, the tzaddikim also expects something from us. We have to show somewhat of an effort that we want to be helped, that we want to be saved. And this is the whole concept of traveling to tzaddikim, bishvil ho'emes, for the right purpose, seeking the truth in order to come close to Hashem, that that's our motivation for going to the tzaddikim. And everything depends on what the person's true intention is. Because Hashem knows the truth. He knows exactly what's in a person's heart What's their reason why they're going to the tzaddik? 
in bishvil momoim v'kovoid v'nitzachoim v'kiyotzeid, whether the person is going to the tzaddik for financial reasons or because they, they, they're looking for personal kavod or they're looking to, sh- to show that they're right. Here, Rav Nosanzal is speaking about what he was going through during his lifetime. Unfortunately, the machlekes against him by people who went to another rabbi, but their motivation for going to that rabbi wasn't that the rabbi should make them more religious. The motivation for going to the rabbi was because the rabbi had power. He had influence. He, if a person needed a job, he had the contacts and the ability to get that person a job so the person could make money or to help the person in a business with business dealings, that kind of thing, to give the person the connections, the contacts, that kind of thing. That's the, the mumbling or, or covoid people going to a certain place because they know that the rabbi there will play up to them. He'll show them respect as some rabbis do, as some people do, in order to get customers, in order for people to come to them, they'll flatter the person, they'll play up to the person, they'll give the person covoid because they know that there are people that want that, that like that. And the third category, Nitzochim, Nitzochim means that again, a person is not going to to a rabbi seeking the truth, seeking that the rabbi should guide them and show them how to improve themselves. The person is going to the rabbi in order to, to gain affirmation. They just want the rabbi to tell them that they're very good, that everything they're doing is good and well. They're not looking to be corrected. They're not looking to be improved in any way. But Rav Nassim says here that Hashem knows very well what for what purpose a person is going to a rabbi. Whether the person is going for the, for the, for the truth, in, for, for Hashem, so that the person should wake up, should be taken out of their deep sleep, spiritually, and be to return to Hashem. And a person whose intentions are sincere, the person really is searching for the truth. That's an example of an arousal from below, that the person is showing initiative, the right kind of initiative. And then, even if the person's arousal is very small, it's very tiny, they're not doing any major, major things. And it's hard for the person to wake up and to come out of their spiritual sleep just based on that tiny little effort that the person has made. Despite that, Hashem sees that the person wants and Hashem has pity on the person. And Hashem brings that person close to a true tzaddik. Who has the power to 
who has the ability to really inspire and motivate and wake up that person by telling them super high-level stories. As Rabbi Nassau expounds on this over there in chapter 16, we could him around. Any questions, please? Nassim, we have a question in the chat, which I can read. But in another place, in Likutei Halachos, Rabbi Nassim Zal says that Megillus Esther is a story from ancient times. How then mm -hmm. can it be that he now says the Agada is a story from recent times? We're going to come to that. We're going to come to that. Thank you. Wait a little bit. Because regarding this issue, that we have to show some initiative, we the people have to show some awakening from below, there's very, very deep things related to this regarding Hashem's kindness. Because the truth is, everything is from Hashem. Even that little awakening from our side, that's also coming from Hashem. And Afal came, and yet despite that, Lister Beloy Klum Hashem cannot exempt us totally and say that we don't have to show, we don't have to do anything. Therefore, there must be some minimal degree of an awakening from below that we, the people, have to show some initiative. And therefore, at that time before Matan Torah, there wasn't enough of an awakening from below, of an initiative on our side that should, that should allow us to be able to receive a very, very high level light. Therefore, we were only capable of receiving the light that comes from the lower level stories, the stories of recent times. Now note, he's talking about the Jews at the time of Matan Torah, the Jews at the time of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So at that time, the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is a story of the Kerev Shonen. It's not a story of ancient times. Right now, he's referring here to the Jewish people at the time of leaving Mitzrayim. And that too was an incredible act of kindness on the part of Hashem. Come over, because we were not really worthy of being redeemed, of being taken out of Mitzrayim. Whereas now, today, that we have already been to receive the Torah. The whole Israel, Israel, and every single Jew, even the worst sinners, do fulfill some mitzvahs. Hashem has made the Torah so huge, so so wide that everybody ends up performing some mitzvahs, whether they know it or not. Sometimes, 
as the Gemara says in several places. And therefore, today, after Matan Torah, even though we're on a low level in many respects, today the tzaddikim do are able to use that super powerful light, the light of stories from ancient times. And this explains the mitzvah that we have to tell the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. By doing that, we draw upon ourselves Hashem's great kindness. So that Hashem should awaken us using very high-level stories. Because we tell the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And we remember the tremendous kindness that Hashem did for us at that time. And Hashem took us out of Egypt even though we showed a very tiny initiative, very, very little. And we pray and hope that Hashem will repeat that. He'll show us His great kindness now. And that Hashem will consider even the few mitzvahs that we are performing today that that will be considered a valid display of initiative from below. And through this, Hashem will awaken us completely out of our sleep through that those that second level stories, the ancient stories that are very, very high level. And this is what's meant by what it says in the Haggadah called Hamarbel Whoever says a lot about the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. She'yarbe l'saper at she'yovoy al yodom lo'oyre rachmir shenizboach. What's the, why do we have to say a lot? What's wrong with just mentioning it briefly? The answer is because we're trying to achieve something. By saying, by devoting, of telling a lot about this, we're trying to awaken Hashem's kindness so that Hashem will shine upon us an awakening that comes from these very high-level stories which are hidden in the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim in a very, very hidden way. Because these ancient stories, these highest level stories, they are the source and the roots of everything. They are this highest light. They are the Kesser. They are the Bina, which everything, everything originates from. So that will be Zulchen through this 
to be able to feel and experience Hashem's wonders and Hashem's kindness today. How Hashem is trying to get us out of our sleep through these high-level stories of ancient times. A person who does this, it says, is praiseworthy. The word Meshubach means praiseworthy. The Yitzha Diksavim and the Arizal says, this person will be showered with kindness, with a multitude of kindness of Hashem. Rav Nosenzal says, note what the Arizal is pointing out here, that by doing this, by, by expounding on the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, we're trying to reach up to the highest place, to the Keser, to the Bina, to that super high level, where the highest levels of chesed are found. As we know, one of the attributes of Hashem is rav chesed, a multitude of chesed, the rachmim gedolim that Rabbi Nadal speaks about. That's, that's what, what these ancient stories are all about. They are a connection to this highest level of chesed. <clears throat> and through this, there's hope for everyone, anyone, even a person on the lowest level, even a person who has committed many, many sins and everything. By, by tapping into that highest, highest chesed, there's hope for everyone. Any questions? Good morning, Rav Nossin. To clarify, yeah, please. at the time of Matan Torah, when the Jews told over the Sipur Mitzvah, that was a recent, relatively for them, a recent story. But is it true to say that hidden in that recent story was already a secret of, of ancient stories? Or does that only... Yes. Yeah. No, yes. That's what Rav Nossin was saying. However... Because we had not yet received the Torah, Hashem had to hide that light. That light could not be shown to us. That 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 secret light that that's hidden in the the Sipurim Meaning again, when a person's in darkness, you can shine a fifty watt light bulb on them, and they'll benefit from it. If you shine a thousand watt bulb on them, it'll it'll blind them. It'll be blinding. But because we had not yet received the Torah, we were connecting to to a Sipur Maisa, but it was a Sipur Maisa of Beker of Shonim. It, it's true that the Sipur Maisa of Beker of Shonim has hidden inside of it, and it receives from the Sipur Maisa of Shon But at that time, we couldn't connect to that depth, that super high level. Thank you, Rav Nassim. Well, just um, it's related, but it's if I can just ask. I was having a discussion with someone recently about you know uh, non-Jewish nursery rhymes and and non-Jewish stories. Mm-hmm. I had that that all the deep secrets are also hidden there, but also in a very very hidden way. Is this a true statement, or is it just total nourishment? as it relates to the stories of ancient days, etc. 
The answer is that in the introduction to Sipurim Maisius, Rab Zal writes about this, that Rab Zal, when he was introducing these stories, he told them that even in the stories that people tell in the world, there are deep things hidden there. However, the people don't know how to tell those stories properly. And there are things that are out of order, there are things that are missing and that kind of thing. So there is truth to that. However, Rabbi Nezal said that it's, it's in a state where most people cannot benefit from it, really. <clears throat> Sorry. Whereas the stories that Rabbi Nezal told, you know, and the stories of the Torah, those stories are in proper shape and form, and we can get the incredible benefits from it. Thanks. For example... The story of the Ben Melech Ben Shivchash and Ischalful, the prince and the pauper that got, you know, in, in the secular lore, they have stories like this. And some, you know, but Rabbi Nassau said it's messed up, it's, it's out of order, missing pieces. You know, there's all kinds of corrections that need to be made to make it valid. Thank you, Rose. Yes. Zion. Because the whole concept of telling over the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and all the great miracles and wonders that Hashem performs for us in each and every generation and every year and each and every individual person on a general level and on a detail level it's a major mitzvah to, to speak about this, to tell about this. As it says in Tehillim, tell over all the great wonders of Hashem. For what purpose? The purpose is to be inspired and awakened to return to Hashem. Now, Alidashanu Royan Ribui Hasoto Vinifloisov Shumisavi Manu Latovasenu by the fact that we see, we get to see the incredible kindness and wonders that Hashem does for us for our benefit, Kedela Zakisenu Lhai Nitzhim, in order for us to be Zakha to eternal life. Lahakir Oisa Yisbah and to achieve recognition of Hashem. And by seeing this, by hearing these stories and being wowed by them in this way, it, it makes sense that this should inspire us to want to come close to Hashem, to want to become more religious. And therefore, it's important to devote a lot of time and effort to tell stories of tzaddikim and stories to tell over the stories of the miracle that Klal Yisrael experienced in previous generations. Till will be zeched to arouse Hashem's great kindness by telling these stories. And that kindness will awaken us in a, in a real big way 
על ידי סיפורי מייסיוס הגבוהים עליו, through the highest level stories, שהם בחינת סברת חסד. It's interesting that the opening line in סיפורי מייסיוס, in the first story of סיפורי מייסיוס, it begins with the words, Rabbein Azal said, while I, on the, while I was traveling, I told a story which whoever heard it was inspired to tshuva. That's how the Sefer Sipuri Maisius begins. And my Rebbe, Reb Michal Zechonevach, Reb Michal Dorfman used to say that in Breslov they used to say, if a story will inspire people to do tshuva, that kind of story is worth telling. That can, and if not, then, then why tell? What, what's the purpose? So here in this paragraph, Rav Nosenthal showed us that this, this point, you know, that that's the purpose of these stories. It's, it's about awakening us, you know, and inspiring us to wake up, to want to come close to Hashem. And by us having that awakening, then Hashem will take it to the next step and Hashem will shine upon us the, the light from the, that, those highest levels, Sipurim Isaias. And with this we understand the Pasuk and Tehillim in chapter 111. Great are the actions of Hashem. Maase Hashem means Hashem's actions, but Maase Hashem also means the stories. This is referring to telling these stories, the right kind of stories. Hoid vahodor pa'oloi. They 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 tell us about the beauty of, of Hashem's actions. Bechinas, Rav Nosanzal says this is tied into the pasuk that Hashem that Rabbeinazal quotes over there in chapter sixteen in Kudimran, which says Hashem pa'olcha bekeret shanim chayenu. There also it speaks about the pa'olos of Hashem, the actions of Hashem. Shemarami is gamkin al sipurim aisyesanal, where that that word pa'olecha, Hashem's actions, is alluding to telling the stories of Hashem's actions of the past. The pasuk continues, Hashem made a remembrance of his wonders, his miracles. Chanun v'rachum Hashem, and Hashem is very kind. Look how this pasuk is tying it all together. Because this is a display of Hashem's incredible kindness and, and grace towards us that Hashem has established a, a, a time and a way of us remembering his miracles. The Hashem has established for us the holy holiday of Pesach and all the other great holidays, that these are opportune times for us to remember Hashem's kindness and to tell over the stories about Hashem and the awesome things that Hashem did for us that each holiday is a reflection of. Kedeshal, the holiday of Hanukkah and Purim and Shavuos and Sukkot, 
And by doing this, we can be even today, even now, to be awakened from our sleep. And so this one can be to all the different levels and all the different aspects that are mentioned in chapter 16 in Kudimran. This could enable the person to be to great wealth. Look over there in chapter 60 where Abenazal speaks about this. The part, in that same ch- chapter at Tehillim that we started this paragraph with, it begins, it, it continues, Hashem provides Parnasa for those who fear Him, those who respect Him. Bechinas Parnasa va'ashirus. The term Teres here refers to Parnasa and wealth. V'zehu yizkor le'olam brisai. By, by Hashem o, o, always remembers His covenant. Bechinas in that chapter, we put him on chapter 60, Rabbi Nassau shows also how Tikkun Abris plays a very, very important role in preparing the person to be able to achieve wealth. Rabbi Nassau there speaks about shortness of breath and long breath. He explains the whole concept of the union between husband and wife and 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 how in the Torah there he shows how long life is synonymous with wealth. It says by Avram Avinu, um, It was when Avram Avinu had had lived a long life. Hashem Hashem blessed him with tremendous wealth. So so wealth requires arichas yomim. And Rabbi Nezal shows there how pigama bris is a concept of shortness of breath. And and Tikkun is a concept of a neshima arucho. Rabbi Nezal goes into that in, in depth over there in that chapter. They say who, and, and this is why the pasuk continues over there in, in chapter one eleven. Koyach ma'asov higidli amoy. Hashem has told his nation the great power of his actions. Note again, massive means actions, and massive means stories. Shehu b'chinas kol These words are referring to all of these stories in, in the Chomish, from the beginning of Bereshis, all the way up to Matan Torah in Parshas Yisroi. Shehu b'shviu loses lahem nachlas goyim. Why do we have all of those stories there? Why does the Torah begin telling us that Hashem created heaven and earth? It's a, in order that Hashem should be able to give us the, the inheritance of the other nations, meaning a land where the other nations were there first, the Hainu Eretz Yisrael. Shehi Ika Shleimus Hagaula. That's the real completion of redemption when we're zoichet to have Eretz Yisrael properly. Iker his That's the real waking up from sleep. And this is why over there in Tehillim, Dovra Melech continues and explains, expresses all of this in the track that Rabbein is speaking about in Likud The Pasuk continues, Maiste Yodov, Emes Omishbat. These stories of Hashem, these Maisi Yodov, 
are truth and justice. Ki maiseyot of shehim ha-maiseyesenal ha-kol Because the actions of Hashem's hands, which in this case refer to all the stories of all the miracles that Hashem performed, you know, throughout all the generations, it's all with emes and mishpat. And now Rav Nosenzal explains, because although on one hand, everything Hashem does is with kindness, still, Hashem loves truth and justice. And therefore, a person cannot receive Hashem's full kindness without the person showing some initiative below. There has to be some fairness, some concept of reward and punishment. Because this is a known fact in, in the Torah, that the fact that Hashem requires us showing some initiative from below, that we can't get everything for free. Hashem can't just give us everything on a silver platter. It's based on the fact that one of Hashem's attributes is mishpat, justice. So that we will be able to receive our reward in an honest way and, and in a justified way. And this is why the Pasuk continues there. Rav Nosanzal going through this whole chapter of Tehillim, chapter 111, which is a relatively short chapter, but Rav is interpreting every line in that chapter and connecting it to our discussion here. And this is why the Pasuk continues there. Smuchim lo'ad lo'ilam asuyim be'emes v'yashar. Ki kol because the entire Torah and its stories, which have Torah hidden in them, each and every story, each and every detail in the Torah is in perfect order. Each thing follows the thing before it in a very, very true, powerful way. In order that we should be presented with free choice, so that each and every person who really cares about themselves will be able to be inspired and motivated by the stories in the Torah and by every line in the Torah. The in love, and if the person doesn't care, if the person doesn't have Rahmanas on themselves, love, then they won't be inspired. And now Rav Nosanzal adds, Vahashoimeya Yishma, Vahechotol Yechdal. Whoever is willing to listen, will listen. And whoever doesn't want to, whoever refuses, let them refuse. Kemoshim Avor Shom Almaim Rabbi Seinu. As Rabbi Nazal mentions this type of term in, in Likud Imran, 
When he's expounding, this is again in chapter 16 in Kudimran, when he's expounding on the story of Choni Amago there, where, where it speaks about a person who is planting a tree, a buxer tree, a carob tree. And Choni Amagal asked him, why are you planting that? You're not going to eat from the fruit. It takes 70 years for that such a tree to produce fruit. So the person said, when I came into the world, there were carob trees here before, meaning people planted for me. They planted for our generation. I'm also planting for future generations. Ayin Shom, which means this concept of realizing that the earlier generations, there were things that they, they, they planted seeds from which we are benefiting from today, and we are planting certain seeds from which our children and grandchildren and future generations will benefit from. And this is why the Pasuk continues there in Tehillim, Pedus Sholach Liamoi, Hashem has sent a redemption for his nation. Ki hapedus hashlema, because the true redemption, the true complete redemption, shahu bechinas hisoyorus hashena, which is a complete awakening from sleep, is dependent on everything we've spoken about here. Bezehu reishis chachma yiras Hashem. The first step, the beginning of chachma, is respect and fear of Hashem. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there in Likudimran, ki al yidei sipurei ma'isiyas hanal, zoichem le'yira k'moishem avorashem. Rabbi Nezal shows there in Likudimran that these stories, these, these proper stories, imbue us with yira Hashem. V'zehu seichel toiv l'chol oiseihem. And this results in real good seichel for all those that are involved in these oisehem, these stories, these maisies. Seichel toiv zebachinas hisboinenus hamavashom. Rav Nusazal says now, this term seichel toiv is referring to the deep understanding of the Torah, which Rabbi Nazal speaks about in the beginning of that chapter on the Kutumran where he says that if a person wants to be zoichet to his to a deep understanding of Torah, it requires great wealth. Which a person is zoichet to through holy wealth, which is referred to as asiya, action, action on our part. As the Pasuk says, Hashem will bless you with whatever actions you take, meaning whatever effort you put into going out to work, Hashem will put a bracha into that. So we see that the term oisehim refers to the action that a person takes in trying to earn a livelihood and trying to acquire wealth. As we find that when, when the Jews completed donating and, and building the Mishkan, Moshe Rabbeinu said, gave them this special bracha, 
May the actions of our hands bring blessing upon us, be established in a, in a real perfect way. Shebelham, Rashi points out over there that Moshe Rabbeinu gave them a bracha, Shetishre bracha b'maseyadehem, that Hashem should put a blessing into all the actions of their hands, everything that they make, every effort that we, we make. Hashem should put a bracha into it. That this high level of seichel, this is bina satorah, Now, the, the Gemara says it should have said l'chol to those who learn the Torah. It doesn't say that. It says l'chol oisehem. Rabbi Nosson says oisehem. This term oisehem refers to working. Now, this concept of working, acquiring wealth. And Rabbeinu, I'll show there and put him on that in order to be zeichah to this depth of Torah, it requires wealth. Rabbeinu Zal shows there that's why the Gemara tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu was given the chips from the Luchais. And the Gemara says, Misham Nisasha Moshe. That, that's how Moshe Rabbeinu got rich. And Rabbi Akiva, and Rabbi Huda Hanasi, and Rabbi Ravashi, all of these tzaddikim who were major, major presenters of the Torah and passing on the Torah to future generations, they had this wealth. Oh, and then the paragraph finishes. Then Hashem's praise will be established permanently. Because this, everything we described here, will lead to a complete geula, where there'll never be another exile after it. Through this, everyone will come to praise Hashem forever and ever. Amen. It seems that Rav Nassau intended at some point to end the halacha here, but then he still added a couple of more appendixes that we'll take up in the next year. Any questions, please? Rav Nassim, we have a question in chat. What if stories do not speak to us? Not everyone connects to stories. Is there a point to read them anyway? I mean, the stories of Rabbeinu Zal, even if we do not feel any awakening by reading them. The answer is definitely, definitely yes, because these are very, very holy, deep things. Just like Rabbeinu Zal said, a person should read the words of the Zohar Kodesh, even if they don't understand it, just reading those words is a tremendous benefit to the soul. Sipurimaisius is definitely on that level, and maybe even higher. It, it is good, though, if a person can, to learn Baruch Hashem de Rashiurim. You know, there are, different, there are some commentaries on Sipurimaisius, and there are the shirim that were given by my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, by Rav Michal, by other other people, where there is a, there are a lot of insult, a lot of insights given on some of the stories, definitely. 
I apologize for the late start. We had some technical difficulty. I had wanted to do the Shia video, but for some reason it didn't work. We, it took time a little bit. And wishing everybody a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful week. I hope we're going to continue the Shia. I hope to be back in Eretz Yisrael in Yitz Hashem Tuesday, this coming Tuesday afternoon. But I hope that on, on Sunday and Monday we'll still have the Shia that we do in Yitz Hashem. Can I ask a quick question, Ralph, before you go to sleep? Please. Please. So thank you so much for taking time out of your night. Uh, questions like this, you know, with the kids home and Pesach cleaning. Can the Rav just tell me where, where in, in, we could get some good stories to give everyone a chizik? Because it, it's a little bit challenging this time of year. The, the answer is that today, Baruch Hashem, there are many, many forums that have come out, books, stories of tzaddikim. That that um that if you look at some of these stories, you'll be able to pick out a story that's appropriate for your child or for your kids to give them a message that you want to give them. Well, an example in Rabbeinazal stories, the story of the Chacham and the Tam, the sophisticated and the simpleton, where you see that the incredible value of Tmimus and a, and and the story, uh, getting a proper insight to the stories of the Haggadah even. There are important, things, you know, good messages that come out of there about the ups and downs that Kal Yisrael had, that we went through difficult times, but Hashem always eventually helped us. We always came out on top. And, and we always have the issue of tefillah. It's true that when kids are home during holiday season or off time, a person needs to prepare with tefillah to ask Hashem, Give me, guide me what to say, what to do, how, how to use that time as a as a time for getting closer to the kids, as a time to inspire them, to motivate them by, by saying the right things the right way. Thank you, Rav Nassim. So, so it gets sure. easier with, with uh, in your experience? <laughs> with Hashem's help, yes, yes. Amen. Especially with Hashem. All the best. All the best.